Good evening, everybody. I have now asked for this time to speak to you all tonight on this quiet Sunday evening because someone had asked me more recently a very interesting question about what was my fondest memory about me being in the Arca Traveling Theater Troupe that I, will, that I still do remember, even to this day, that I will never forget. Well, let's just take, take a look at it from another different point of view. Or just let me tell you all this. If I was being interviewed on VU by a news interview about my years being in that thespian class with ARCA, I would have told the world and, in, and the news video interviewer this. If you all had to ask me about how I got to be in that traveling theater troupe, I'll go ahead and tell you all. I was originally an acting replacement for a previous amateur actor who was having a huge problem having huge problems with the class and anger issues and had decided to leave it because of his massive frustrations with the class. But as I stated in my previous speech, once I had joined it, the entire acting theater troupe then got back on its feet. I also got to participate in a few plays, including one that was actually performed an actual in front of an actual live audience at the state fairgrounds, mainly in the building that has the, the African American Cultural Center. As was so infamously called that it was also the place where I, ha I had also discovered my baritone singing voice during the play that, I've, that I really starred in. Yes, you can all say that thespianism came somewhat natural to me, despite I had no such experience acting out in plays and skits and in singing. Later on, I will later go on to play even more interesting characters, such as a hurried father to a couple of children named Hansel and Gretel, one of the bullying munchkins in a parody of Wizard of Oz, of which I've helped helped out writing the script or the screenplay to, and even in, in the play It's in the Forest, of which I had also played as a Frenchman. I was also supposed to star in a new one called Coming Home, of which I was to play a fictitious British soldier named Angus McCormick, who falls for, for the same girl as the American soldier in the play did. That play's storyline had taken place during the Second World War in the 1940s. It was roughly about two military servicemen from two different countries competing for the same girl while they were out, they were out fighting a war, either during Operation Torch or even during Operation Husky, of which the two main characters were to get captured by the Germans, kind of like something out of the old 1960s TV show Hogan's Heroes, but gone a little bit haywired. So in a way, it could be kind of hard for you all to imagine me playing as a British soldier, wearing a more desert camel uniform with a Scottish kilt, while fighting in North Africa against Rommel and his damn Africa Corps. The girl, supposedly named Rebecca in the play, was to be played by a former friend of mine named Jessica. Well, let me tell you all about Jessica. Well, she first of all, she was a terrible singer. Even one time, I had music deal with her in the acting class, and she all make it lost to me in it. But later on, I really thought about the main reason why Jessica Lowry, yes, that's her name, had really joined the thespian class. Well, besides screwing it, uh, with her over dis overly displays of her inappropriate PDAs as Mike that later resulted with the 
with the acting class being disbanded until it was temporarily revived with yours truly, moi, getting the performing stage all to myself. It was more actually about trying to get me to like her because she had wanted to be like her favorite character from her most favorite TV show, dubbed Supernatural, of which her two most favorable episodes on that CW TV show were No Rest for the Wicked and even Yellow Fever. They had this cute little blonde girl named Zoe that was somewhat taken over by Lilith in the show, who had also wore a pink color dress with blood on the front of it that Jessica could picture herself wearing, and even in front of me. Well, one time, Jessica had walked over to me and showed me some photos of her as a kid, of what she had called, in her mind, in her supernatural days, trying to be like that blonde-haired girl from her favorite TV show that was actually that was actually played by the former Disney Channel star named Sierra McCormick, who had actually inspired me to be in the acting class. So thank you, all of Doyle and Creepy Connie, for inspiring me to bring out my own acting talents. Though, with Jessica Lowry, it would have gone a more serious little overboard with her trying to be like her. Yes, I even saw this one photo of her sleeping with a teddy bear, as what Lily Zoe did in the in Supernatural TV show. And yet, I have felt, really, should I say, un- quite uncomfortably numb afterwards. Now, from what I really do remember about Jessica Lowry was that she was originally born in Seattle, Washington, back in 1995, to a very strange, yet very odd-looking family. I, at one time, had the distinct honor of meeting her father who had snapped a photo of me with her at, at the end of, of a acting performance. She had actually spoke no German, thus she had even falsely claimed that she was German, but obviously was, was not. And her family was so strange that you all couldn't even tell if anything was moving in her own, inside her own bedroom at her house since I've never actually been there. It was only by then that Jessica soon started to become more of a huge pain to me romantically. Yes, we even texted each other for a while. Even at one time, me and Jessica got to slow dance during dress rehearsals for a play. Yes, I even felt like I was actually slow dancing to either Otto Doyle or most especially Creepy Connie from the Disney Channel. Even when... We went to see a movie with our acting class or even a ballet performance. I had sat next to her and, ha- and, and had actually felt like I was actually sitting next to Creepy Connie. Yes, yeah, she also even invited me out to see a movie with her at her place. The movie you asked? Some kind of hate it was. Oh, I was like, can someone please wake me up from this Jessica Lowry themed nightmare? And yet it is from this that I have finally broke off the friendship between me and her. And yet all Jessica ever did in our traveling thespian class was just make out with Mike, looked up creepy type wedding stuff on the internet, tell all of us some very fictitious and fairy tale stories that actually didn't happen or never took place, even obsessed too much about her toy baby doll named Bella being her real-life kid, of which it actually wasn't, 
while she inappropriately pulled a Justin Bieber-type incident with my friend Mark inside the van at one time. Call a friend of mine the N-word, and most of all, she and Mike saying really nice things about Germany and the Nazis while hating other more very interesting countries like France and Spain and even the United Kingdom. Although she did, at one time, take a trip up to Canada at one time, but even our Canadian friends up north had eventually found her very seriously annoying and sent her back. From what I was really told that at one time, her very sick obsession with Mike had gotten so bad that her parents had to resell her some, somewhere else, like in a group home, just to even separate them. And yet, I really don't want to know what else became of her nowadays, but I can tell, really tell you all this, that you all wouldn't even like it. Yeah, talk about my former friend having some very serious problems with both life, reality, and even her own acting talents. Yet even the real person who had really played as Mary Poppins would even approve of her onstage public performances. And yet, that very same fruitless, shall I say, hypocrisy with her still continued onwards until it, it actually landed her in a homeless shelter of some sort. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what I truly remember about Jessica Lowry. Well, if I were to sum it up, my very awkward friendship with her in only five words, it would be, oh, it's all fuddle-duddle. But I really did like being in that thespian class. I got to act and sing and plays and skits and play some very interesting fictional characters. And even I got to perform in front of a live audience. And most of all, it was all fun. I am now in a more, shall I say, very ambassadorial type role in life. I'm now probably speaking at people's high-level committee meetings and writing these very inspirational speeches for you all. Too bad I cannot do any real-life diplomacy with other people yet. Yeah, I guess I really did contribute something to you all and to the absolute future of both, to both the planet and even for humanity. And that is, never truly be afraid to venture out there and see what clearly awaits you out there in that great beyond, even if it contains everything that you all had ever hoped and dreamed for, that will one day be the absolute gateway to a brand new era of peace of which it would truly contain mankind's greatest hopes and dreams for the future and for even future generations to come. But as for me, I'm just a gifted public speaker and podcaster with Asperger's who's also a memory savant that's really seen way too much blah, blah, blah in this current certain uncertain lifetime. Good night, everyone. And remember, I really want you to think, not panic.